This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get on up, stay on the scene. Get on up, like a sex machine. Get on up, get up, get on up, get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up, like a sex machine. Get on up, get up, get up. You know, we got fall I like a sex machine. Not right now. It just happens. See, as we make this tra- as we make this transition back to having Saturday and Sundays on football still rules the roost, and we got some some days where it's gonna be a little weird, but everything is gonna fall back to normal here in another week or so. But that's not why you called. Good morning, Georgia! And a good morning, and I hope you folks are staying warm in Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, can, I, can, I, can I hear Mr. Crenshaw there? There we go. That way, uh, a little bit better. A little bit better. Okay. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the folks down in Griffin. <laughs> okay. Wonderful Spalding County. And they still arguing about that G down about there? That G, man, don't, don't start a fight over that G I'm down not man. starting a fight. I just wonder why they got yeah, a problem they, with they, it. They, Morehouse they, ain't going after Michigan. Well, you know, that's, that, that's them, but Griffin... And that G, they'll, they'll have a conversation with you about that. Well, y'all lost last night. That G got that G got sent home by San Francisco. Yeah. They had a chance to win it. Yeah, they did. They had a chance. And I don't know why. I, I, throughout the night, even Tracy's asked me, why are you pulling for them? You know, did you forget where you grew up? <laughs> you're not supposed <laughs> to be pulling for no Packers if you grew up in Chicago. But yet for just a littlest bit, I was. And maybe it had to do with the fact that I was thinking that Aaron Rodgers was feeling a certain kind of way. Seeing these guys uh, still playing and the team he's with is not. Yeah. And he's going through whatever. But then he probably looked at his bank account and went, ah, yeah, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll be fine. You know, it, you know, it's like the two young quarterbacks came back to earth yesterday. You know, the two young quarterbacks came, they, they came back to earth. I think one of them, them did, but he, yeah, he yeah. had a chance to win this. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan Love had, and that team. But that's coming back had to earth. Chance. I mean, he feels like he's going to come through and he threw a pass, you know, which, you know, is, is in that part of the game. You got to take a chance. But you know. like, look like the guy that was on the walls as you leave the Green Bay Packers locker room, number four. Yeah, he threw that just like far. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but but not the same result. Well, actually, kind of the same result as far yeah. in a lot of cases. Anyway, uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety two nine the game, ninety two nine the game. dot com. Take us with you, and let me just say a couple things. I hope that the road now, when I came in up the connector from uh, I twenty this morning, right between Tenth Street and, and North Avenue. I think every emergency vehicle was out on the connector going southbound. Okay. Right? And, I mean, it was shut down and stopped. Now, that was over an hour ago, so hopefully it's cleared. 
but there was something going on, and I haven't seen anything on the ro- uh, on TV. We've been watching the news this morning, uh, at least about that. No, they're still no. giving you folks up out in Powder Springs in my area. There, don't drink the water. Be careful with it. Be, you know what? Watch for the water because if any water is on, That's we, what we, I was we, to next. We, we haven't had rain. We haven't had rain, so there shouldn't be a lot of it. But we don't know where there may be some water leaking or spilling onto the road. That's ice right now. Yeah, you hit one of them patches, think you can just drive right over it? You seeing something dark and kind of shiny out there and you're driving around, you yeah. just might want to be careful. Might turn morning. in, you know, Debbie you Thomas know. here real quick. Yeah. Shout out to Debbie Thomas. She didn't expect to have her name mentioned this morning. When Absolutely she not. So, yeah. Absolutely De- not. Debbie Thomas was one of those that, you know, back in the day. Ooh, she kind of. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. So shout out to her. Yeah. Um, how you doing, man? All right. How was okay. your day yesterday? Okay, okay, nice. Nice. Uh, left here and went over to the uh, the regional meeting of the southern section of the United States Tennis Association. Once again, shout out to all the people who come in and work, uh, volunteer, organize, teach, uh, motivate tennis and uh, advocates for tennis and make it available to people, you know, all over. So it was nice being around folks and getting their reaction to some of our home folks playing well yeah. on the pro tour, you know, like Chris Eubanks and, you know, Coco Goff and, uh, who played Alicia Parks. I can't wait till our guest coming up in just a few minutes. We could deep dive into the Australian Open. Was there any kind of conversation, and I realize you can't let any information out, but was there a conversation amongst these people, and by extension, are these the people who can make this happen, about bringing another tournament here to Atlanta? Um, they, some, there are some people there who talked about it. Um, there may be a different type tournament. I mean, there's there's... Some one person I talked to he talked about. There's some matches that were played out west, and there was like a clock on it. Okay, you go where I'm going. Where just like all other sports, trying to trying, oh, to, gotcha. trying to shrink okay. the time, right? And they're thinking that maybe one of those type events might be a fit here. And and, and my point was, okay, you, you do that that time of year. People are trying to get conditioned and ready for the U.S. Open. The U.S. Open is not going to play with a clock. So that's, you know, that's the thing. But he feels like that's something that might attract players. It might be a different type thing, not necessarily an ATP tour event. So that's where he kind of left it. He is, the person I talked with did allude to the fact that they're looking at a WTA event for the region, but don't know if it will be Atlanta. So stay tuned to find out about this. So, so that, that, that was a topic of conversation. Not, not, not a big conversation, but there were some people talking about it. When Karen gets on here, and you're talking about Karen Pustain of Tennis Panorama, friend of the show, one of the few people that has their own walk-on music, Yeah, she's going to join us here at, in our next break. And one of the things I want you guys, because I want to move on to some other stuff, but you just mentioned a clock. And for those who don't follow tennis, it's like saying, well, there's a clock on baseball. Which we know there is. There is on pitching, yeah. but how is a clock used in tennis? And I want, if you could, break that down. Well, as the, opposed the, to the, a that's kind of that's kind of one for serve, you know, so you don't take forever to serve. So you, it's, the clock is only on serves. Well, you can't ta- po- you can't time a point. I exactly. That's why right, when you right, said it the right. way you said it, it yeah, made it. But 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 it's. Uh, I didn't understand. I mean, different things are cut down, like like no ad serving. You like you know, like you hit a, a ball hits a net or a let play another point. Right. No, you count that point. And move on, <laughs> okay. right? Okay. See, that's okay. Okay. I get so, you. You, so things I never like played that. with a clock or, or, or watched the match that had a clock on it like that. That had those rules. Maybe no. I just missed them. But you know, there's a lot of them. That's uh, some some of our leagues are like that. I believe I it. Be it Alta, K Swiss, or T two, whatever league people play in. A lot of them are, are, are no uh, no ad, no let. You just play the points. When you get through those points, you move on to your next game. All right. 
Uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com on this 21st day of January. We're going to hear from, hey, I didn't ask you how you were. Noel, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Bring the away you go. You got a shout out at the house last night. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, you did. Uh-oh. We, we were Uh-oh. sitting talking about uh, a number of things, sports, you know, because sports just continues to follow me even when I leave here. I got, of course. I got a. For lack of a better way to put it, I'm married to a sports chick, right? And and so she was talking. She was she was. We were talking about something with the game. Oh, San Francisco game. And while we were watching it, she just blurted out. And I agree with Noel when she was saying. And she went into this whole thing that she was talking. Oh, it was about Mike, it was about Mike, Shanahan, Mike Shanahan. Ah, and how you feel about him? So we were talking about some of the moves, and this is when Green Bay was spanking him for a minute, right? Yeah. And so, oh, here we go again, because some folks that will that live here, that you know, they will always say, "See, Mike Shanahan, you give him this little, you know, little rope, little room, you make makes you think he's going to win it, and then boom." So there's people who still feel that way, and you alluded to that in a way yesterday, and so your name came up at the house yesterday. Huh? Yeah, Carl was just saying that on CBS Radio yeah. this morning before we got on. Like, until he makes, till he gets over that hump, and the Super Bowl's a big hump. Exactly. Till you get over that hump, you and Dak Prescott are kind of in a similar situation. Don't nobody want to hear from mm. y'all in the regular season. That, that, you know, he's absolutely right. Absolutely right. And, by the way, that was the same thing said about the dude, the dude's brother who was there at this uh, Ravens game. And then about Harbaugh forever, right? Mm-hmm. Till you get it done, be quiet about uh, you know who's got it better than us. Well, a whole lot of other teams until this year. But think about the year that these guys are going to have at the at, at the next holiday table in their house, the Harbaugh's, if John continues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mom and daddy got to be real proud. You know, you got a son who won a national championship, and we got two of them, and the other one won two Super Bowls. Yeah, that'd be something. I don't think I don't know. It's a great, great conversation. I mean, has there been a bigger feat within a you know the two Mannings were, were spaced apart? Yeah, maybe there was something with the Matthews because there were so many of them. I can't keep up with them, <laughs> right? <laughs> I just can't keep up with all the Matt. And they didn't play like I mean, middle linebacker Clay when he was with the Packers. They were like linemen. They weren't sexy positions. Yeah. So you go, oh yeah. yeah, there's a there's a Matthews on that team, but you have you your two sons in the same year win a national championship and the Super Bowl. You can walk up and down the street and tell everybody that you know what you're behind. Yeah, see, <laughs> you see, know see, that. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92 of the game. Yeah. Anyway, 92 of the game. We're going to hear from Noel again. Her segment is, you know, we started working with her a couple weeks ago, but the first, you know, couple weeks we've been kind of feeling our way through some stuff, and, you know, the 7.30 starts. So she is going to be a fixture now. Moving forward, 7.40, it is Noel's world. We don't know what she's going to talk about, right? Yep. Nope. Nope. Don't no know what idea. she's going to talk about, what she's going to ask us, whatever it is. That is coming up. Terrell Thomas, he will join us in the, a uh, 9 o'clock hour. He had a birthday in his house. Ah. He had a birthday in his house. He put out a video. Maybe it'll be up on these urban times. But what's really important is I think I'm going to have to deputize. Well, I shouldn't say I. We are going to have to deputize his daughter. Okay. For... Well, just make her like a correspondent. And that's a tease to something that she is going to share with us. Because remember, she put out that report. She was doing some interviews. She's following in daddy's shoes. Yeah, now. So she's doing some interviews out there. So we're going to give her an opportunity to spread her wings. Terrell and I, we're going to talk about that coming up 9 o'clock hour. And Dexter's mama will be joining us. You see that picture I sent (laughs) I mean, it's like. Was that a character or what? That's Jesse's big cousin. 
Because they look pretty much the same. Yeah, <laughs> they look yeah. pretty much the same. Yeah. Couple, uh, couple terriers. I don't know if De- if Dexter's a full blown pit bull. Jesse's kind of a pit bull boxer, but she looks like a bigger. Ver- uh, uh, Dexter looks like a bigger version of Jesse. Yeah, <laughs> she put that picture out trying to snatch some Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> now that was funny. We'll get to the bottom of that one. Yeah, we found out. We, we found out if Dexter got the Chick Fil A or not. <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday, we'll find that out. Um, but Maria, of course, uh, in the room, following what's going on with the Falcons. Mm-hmm. We didn't know if we'd have any news by today, this morning. But uh, either way, Maria, we still will, got more interviews. Yeah, that's right. That's you we know. still got more. We we talking to more people. Tuesday, Mike Wednesday. Oh, they moved that one? It's I was, Wednesday. I thought it was, they reported yeah. Tuesday earlier. Yeah, Wednesday. That'll be the Falcons' 10th, not And Rables. And they're supposed to have a second one with, with Harbaugh at some point. Hmm. You know, so, I mean, they're going the second time. We'll see. Can I ask you, because we haven't, we, we could ask these other people, but let's take a second here. What would you want to know from these coaches? Because you're asking the questions. You ask them, what would you do? Obviously, the, the general question is no longer asked because they got smart, the coaches that are out interviewing. They know that these owners are asking, hey, what would you do with my team? And then they don't hire them, and they, but they take their suggestions. Yeah, yeah. So then knowing that, where would you focus on your questioning with these, you know, with these coaching uh, Obviously, these, what the, with these the, coaches the, that are coming the, in? The, what do they see with our roster? Uh, that's, that's the thing, you know, with the roster, what 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 our needs are, immediate, and how you want to want to fill them. And I think that's considering the fact with with Belichick, you've had one veteran, experienced quarterback voice uh, say, you know, hey, yeah, I wouldn't mind, you know, you know, playing for this guy when there's a chance to draft a quarterback. You got one here that's young, and I think we've determined that he's not ready to be the starter. Are you going to work with him? You're gonna bring. You're gonna draft one. You want one with experience, and I think that's one of the questions you gotta say because that's one of the big needs. You know, you're coming into a situation where you, where you have talent. It's just a matter of having things that's gonna bring it together and and having that right leadership on the field. And so I think that's what you got a lot of questions. You feel like Belichick? I think he would want a more experienced quarterback. Harbaugh, on the other hand, I think would like to develop a quarterback. You know, he's he's good at doing that type of thing. So you you know. Those are the type of things I think I would I would seek to hear from the coaching candidates. If it's Belichick, I'm my initial line of questioning is: Are you going to acquiesce the power that you had in New England to some of the other coaches that you will possibly bring on on your staff? Because you're not going to have absolute power. Yeah, we would like we would prefer you not have absolute power and have a stable of people around you that you know. Can do their Inclu- job. You will allow in, in, to in, do their inclu- jobs. Including the heir apparent. Exactly. You know. Including the heir apparent. That's where I would go. All right. We're going to talk about that uh, major going on down there in Melbourne, Australia with Karen Pastena. Up next, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Gotta be, gotta be bad, you gotta be Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Welcoming. I don't know if she wishes she was in Melbourne, but she's, you know, when it comes to majors in tennis, it's Karen Pristina. Tennis Panorama, part of the family, with her own walk-on music. Yes, she does. Good morning. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, and I'm very appreciative of the walk-on music. Oh, yeah. Nice. You get that every time now. (laughs) Do your folks know you got walk-on music in Atlanta? <laughs> I would I would let them know that. You let them know. You, you got mean, let them know. We don't need y'all up here. We don't need you up here. They got me, you know. 
Yeah, so the love you get in Atlanta, and the, the folks in New York will write you a bigger check. And next time you come to Atlanta, say, hey, I'm Karen. You've heard my walk on music. <laughs> That's you know, right. When you come to Atlanta, <laughs> That's just, right. you just tell people at the airport. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, you, ain't, you, get you shouldn't even say Karen. Miss <laughs> Pastana. Hey. Miss Pastana. There you go. There, there you go. go. There you How go. are you doing today, my dear? Okay. In a way, I do wish I was in Melbourne because it's warmer there than when, where I am. Have you been there before? Have you attended the uh, Australian? Yes, I've been. I've been to uh, the Australian Open a few times. I have, and the weather it can this year sounds like it's been really val- uh, variable from the fifties to nineties. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but it's still better than where I am right now, which feels like it's zero. <laughs> I, I I'm always hesitant. Um, when I think about it, I've never been there, but the thought of going to Australia, man, Sam, they got they got little things there like insects that could kill you, okay. and they're everywhere. Okay. Australia's got some crazy wildlife. Yeah, it's like just like the population, how that happened. You know, the it's like that was the place. <laughs> well, it would be odd to us all. because it'd be odd to us because it's, it's it's summertime there now. But they, you know, I, no, I get heat, that you know? because of the whole thing. I go, yeah. I go to Fiji. That's no problem. Yeah, yeah, I'm just talking yeah. about Australia's got some. Listen, there's a reason them folks don't go inside in the land. They all just kind of hang around the perimeter <laughs> of that of that. Continent. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's true. The populations are on the east, on the coast, on not the coast. at the center. You don't go into the middle yep. of Australia, yeah, unless you yeah. got four legs. Garrett, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thoughts about some things with with through the first week of this tournament, and I'm going first of all. Talk about something that they've added. I think is court six that has a courtside bar. Yes, uh, it has a, a courtside bar. Yeah, There's music and, and going on. It's like live I golf. I don't think the players who are playing on that court appreciate the two-story courtside bar. Yeah, people kind of just hanging out, making noise, and doing whatever. And for the most part, I think most of the players have dealt with it, but. Uh, a lot of them are probably like, why did they build this? <laughs> it's what's next. This is what this is. Listen, you want to attract what you always talk about. What's the lifeblood of any sport? Well, you're not going kids to a bar. I didn't say kids. Well, I said youth, though. Well, Twenty-one well, and over. That's no, that's what's next. Man. I think I think it's just something else with, with with the just like we see the game day experience things with, with sports here just to to enhance the game day experience. They try different things. Uh, even with NASCAR, you know, you, you try to do different things to get yeah. people up close and be them in a different environment. They're doing this with tennis, like I, I equated it to live golf. I, you know, I was li- going to say li- this li- is the Phoenix li- Open. You know, Phoenix, right, right. This is the Phoenix Open, the sixteenth hole at Phoenix. You, you think it's going to stay, Karen? Are you? Uh, are, do you think people in New York would see? If, if, well, the thing is, in, in New York, I mean, there are bars and things, but they're not inside any stadium. Yeah. Now, some of the luxury suites at Arthur Ashe Stadium at the U.S. Open, sometimes there, people make noise there or just hanging out or not paying attention to the match but just drinking and doing whatever. But then they get shushed, so that's different. <laughs> but nothing, nothing like uh, nothing like that bar you know, uh, at Court 6 in Australia. No way. I don't think they're going to be doing that unless they – they do it and put it on one of the outer courts, which I kind of don't think there's room. Because most of the bars at the U.S. Open are outside of the courts. So I don't think they're going to put it inside any court anytime soon, unless they think they'll make more money. But then you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, th- thoughts about the tournament, how things have unfolded so far. Um, let's talk with the, with, on the women's side where the top seed is gone. Yep. Igus Fiontech gone. Something about her in the Australian Open that she has issues. 
Um, but also, a funny thing to say is Iga being number one, she seems to have sometimes have problems playing big hitting players. And this teen, um, this Czech teen, well, not teen, really, 20-year-old that beat her, um, big power player. And, and also, it's probably the first time she played her. And so she didn't, had never seen her and didn't know anything about her. But, but still, when you have all the pressure in the world on you to keep, keep going and being number one, sometimes it gets to you. But uh, the, the, her opponent had no fear. So end of story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This reminds me. <laughs> Enough said when the father like raises his hand. We don't <laughs> talk about this no more. Uh, Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com with Karen Pistena. Um, I cannot pronounce half the, actually three quarters of the remaining women that are playing. Uh, we're going to focus on Coco, obviously, but this week, this first week, give me a recap for you. What do you what, what, how would you grade this or how would you describe this first week at this Australian Open? For the women, let's see. Well, let me put it to you this way. The fewest number of seeded women made the third round than any tournament, any major tournament in many years. I think going back to, I want to say 2008 French Open when there was a f- even fewer seeded players that made it to the third round. This year, it's just been topsy-turvy for the, the women there uh, with the, the seeds. When you have at the top part of the draw where Iga Siatek was, you only have one of those players that's even been to the Australian Open final, and that's two-time champion Victoria Azarenka. Azarenka. I can pronounce her name. Azarenka. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, she's 18th, though. What, what's, what's up with her game these days, that she's 18th? Well, you know, she, she's not playing as well as she had in the past. I mean, she was number one at, at some point. Uh, you know, she gets to a certain point. Maybe she'll have an injury, then you kind of bounce back. So you never really have the higher seating that you should have when you're consistent and, and staying up there. I think that is what her issue is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so at this point, the top half of the draw, Victoria Azarenka probably has the, although she's not the highest seed, probably has the best shot at getting the final only because of her experience. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, at the bottom of the women's draw, yeah. you still have the, second and uh, fourth seeds, that being um, the uh, defending champion uh, Irina Sabalenka and, and the fourth seed, of course, Coco Goff. Um, so uh, probably everybody at the top half of the draw is jumping for joy saying, oh, oh, we've got a chance to get to the final because we don't have big seeds up there. That's what Sam said. When we came in here, he's like, oh, the, the, the cars have, been, you know, they've parted and she has a good chance. If I, you had to, you know, Put your rent down there on, on Coco to ascend, definitely to the finals, but to win it, what would you say? To win it, 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 all, it will, for me, it'll come down to if she has to play um, uh, Sabalenka in the semifinals. Yeah, uh, Sabalenka, there are days where she's brilliant. Well, she's been brilliant probably most of this tournament. There's days that she's not. It depends where her head is. And she's had... She's had, we'll say, on-court mental issues now and then. But the last, most of the last year and a half, she's pretty much uh, con- kind of controlled them. But it's going to come down to that semifinal match. If Coco gets the semi and Sabalenka gets the semi and they face off against each other, I think the winner of that match is going to win the whole thing. 
Wow, spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with Karen Pisana, Tennis Panorama News. She is social. Uh, you can find her uh, everything that she uh, reports, uh, everything she finds out. Uh, great information always at Tennis News TPN, at Tennis News TPN. I want to go back to a, the third round match for Coco with Alicia Parks. And um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I was just waiting and hoping that they got into the backstory. And a lot of people know. Coco's backstory, not so much familiar with uh, Alicia's because she's relatively new playing in tournaments at this level. And this was, you know, a high watermark for her, a third round ma- match at a, at a major. Uh, they mentioned that both of their fathers, you know, were basketball players. But I wanted somebody, somebody to mention that both of these young ladies first touched the tennis racket on public courts on the south side of Atlanta. Yes, and, yes. And, and from there... Look at what they achieved. It wasn't, you know, an exciting match, but I I, I watched it with my chest poked out because I knew the backstories of both of them. Yeah, I mean, both both very powerful women. Alicia Parks, she, you know, I think that match, I don't know if she was nervous or not playing Coco, but you could see her power. She just was kind of off with the errors. But, you know, if you when she, she reins them in, She'll be good. Um, and I don't know if you know what Coco said to Alicia at the yeah. end of the match when they shook hands. Mm-hmm. She said to her, next time we'll be meeting in a final. Yeah. So, you know, trying to encourage her, which was a nice thing to and hear. And instead of a handshake and an embrace at the net, um, yes. which, 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 which was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right. yeah. So many people don't know the background of them. Yep. Listen, we we got to keep talking about the women because there ain't nothing to talk about on the other side. Well, yes, there is. Oh no, okay. yes, there is. Well, I'm not going to talk about him, but but I, but I'm talking about you know, Alcaraz. I mean, uh, no, no, Ben Shelton. We're disappointed. Oh, this that's almost a fi- almost a five hour match against Manorino, yes. who, who clearly left everything on that match because he was against Djokovic neck around and couldn't buy a game. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I mean, he it took less than two hours for Djokovic to beat Manorino. Manorino had put, come come into the that round playing five set matches each match, so you knew he was going to be tired. And when I heard that uh, Djokovic was playing a day session with Manorino, I figured, you know what, I'll make a bet that Djokovic asked for this day match because he knows Manorino's tired, and playing in the heat of the day will wear him out even more. Now, can he get so, that option? I was going to say, is that is that a thing? Yes, that he can, to the top yes, players. He can, yes, he can. Yes, he can oh, have a preference. He's a top games- seed. Yeah, can have a make a preference if he wants. Is that for all the majors? So, uh, not necessarily, but since he, you know, he's right now the all-time leader in, um, well, not just majors but Australian Open singles titles. I think they'll let him do what he wants. Yeah, I love him even more now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I'll finish this. Thing. Go ahead. I'm done with that just gave him another reason. <laughs> dude, that dude, man. So, well, that was about the rest of the week. And also, uh, great, uh, ratch, uh, great match for the, the uh, last uh, American standing in the men's side, uh, Taylor Fritz, with a great win over Sitsipas. Yeah, yeah, people forget that last year uh, Sitsipas was the finalist. So that was a big win for Taylor Fritz. He's got the challenge of Djokovic next. He's never beaten him. He has nothing to lose. He needs to go all out for it and uh, see what he can do. You know what? I tell you what, I do have a question for you. Go Again, ahead. Karen Pustin yeah. Tennis Panorama joining us. Listen to him. He's not like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like when your mother walked in, here, taste this. Uh, <laughs> um, 
I was curious about this after receiving that beautiful package that you sent Sam and I from the from the U.S. Open. And thank you, thank you, thank you again. Is there any new items, new advances, whatever is new, and what's next as far as equipment in tennis that these guys are using now, or is the, something you could tell our audience? It's you know, hey, they've made advances in this or this kind of racket. I'm not saying pr- promote a company, but it seems to change. It seems to change like it. It yeah. seems to change like every month. Every, uh, you know, uh, different rackets coming out saying they're lighter, they're more aerodynamic, or strings that are better. See, it's all a matter of preference for, for, for the pros and, I guess, for regular recreational players. Yeah. But one thing I can say, it seems like a lot, there are a lot more new drinks coming out. Um, uh, I guess I will say kind of Gatorade-based, like, drinks, uh, you know, energy, energy drinks drink. to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems like every player has their own. <laughs> wow. Oh, see, so he's getting like shoes yep. now. Yeah, yeah. So what, speaking of shoes, um, Coco's got a shoe out that I kind of like. It's a unisex shoe, and it's it's kind of a three quarter, kind of like a cross trainer. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I want to see. I, I want to. You know, I may actually try a pair of them, but but because um, I do play New Balance. No, no, no. Shameless mm-hmm. plug there. Uh, but but mm-hmm. but. but, but <laughs> But if, if if you if you guys want to send me a, send a, send me a pair, go ahead. Stop. Okay. I don't know if I have those New Balance connections, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we noticed that. On the men's side, though, Alcaraz is still at it at the bottom. You feel like we're looking at a meeting between Djokovic and Alcaraz. I think that's what we really want to see. I think that's what's coming. I mean, people say, "Oh, well, you know, uh, Medvedev, maybe he can beat uh, Alcaraz." I don't think so. I, no, I, I really do think it's going to be another Djokovic Alcaraz showdown. Wow, we will watch for that. We will watch for that for sure. You getting any sleep? Uh, <laughs> not like that me? much. Yeah, up all, <laughs> up, up all night. <laughs> it's like hashtag sleep is for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, since I got nothing with the tournament, how's your husband doing? <laughs> how's he doing? Tell him I he, said hello. He, he, right now he's sleeping. Okay. Well, when he gets up and gets ready for football today, tell him I said hello and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between the tennis and the football for me, yeah, no sleep, yeah. Wow, wow. Well, we appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. We're through week one. We'll see what happens in this coming week. And, you know, I'll be in touch with you anyway. I'm, I'm on direct message with you when I'm watching. Y'all staying up getting up. Yeah. Yep. Dark 30 in the morning yeah, to watch we, all this stuff. We up and we 16 hours, Sam. That's all you got to do. Plan your day around 16-hour difference. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll that's, do all that. You, that's all you got to do. Karen, as always, thank you very, very, very much. And uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. There you go. Karen, all right. Christina, tennis panorama. I held back pretty good on that one. Hey, there's nothing to talk about on the men's side. There's two yes, names. There, huh? is, there's, there is a, a romp for these two names. And they're... I didn't know that about he he can navigate as far as switching the time of the tournament. I didn't know about that either. That's power. Especially if you know the dude played till dark 30 in the morning the night before <laughs> or two nights ago and said, "Yeah, I want I want that breakfast match." <laughs> and they give it to him. This is a this is a tournament that kept him out last year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. In a related story, today was the day that the first Australian Open tennis player was sent, well, the Australian Open sent home a tennis player, kicked him out, banned him on this day. I give you 13 seconds, and I guarantee you only need 12 to guess who that person was. Come on. Was was sent home 
was was banned from the Australian Open. Our, our number one seed. No, not no, 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 no. The first person to have it done. McEnroe. Oh, On gosh. this date, nineteen ninety. Really? really? Nineteen ninety. John McEnroe, the first player ever expelled. You could not be serious. <laughs> On that note, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety-two nine, the game. Sports Radio, that is United Game, and that's United Game. What are you laughing for, man? I just had a thought. I just had a thought that D-Lay just rolled over with, Oh, man, was I supposed to call Sam and uh, now, D-Lake, you good this morning. This is Mr. Crenshaw. Yeah, man. Sam and Greg with you all this morning. Glad you're with us. Uh, freezing outside. We're going outside. Yeah. Bundle up. Uh, but, man, it's supposed to thaw out here as we're going to the next week. I'm playing this for a reason because the person we're listening to, the person we're listening to, received a great honor this week. Okay. George Clinton received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. This about week. time. You know what I mean? You can get oh, one of those, by the way. They're a little easier than you thought. Okay. But there's only so actually it's harder than you thought. For years you could get it, and you only needed so many signatures and like five thousand bucks or whatever the Chamber of Commerce wanted. So a lot of people went out and got theirs. There's, there's some people in this industry here in the Radio Hall of Fame, you could do the same thing, but that is now defunct. That yeah. museum's not yeah. done. But yeah. finish your finish yeah. your thought. But there. that that was something that was uh great for him. And since he, you know, made the song, uh a lot of our Omega Brothers were yeah. out there with him, and uh, it was great to see George receive that, see that on. Like you said, long overdue. You figured someone like that would have done it. You know, his people, that. a record company, somebody, yeah, would would in Hall of Fame. He in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I got to go back and look. I think he is. Today was the day of the second, um, second class of the Rock and Roll of Hall the of Rock Fame. and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Which it, you know, when you start thinking about that, those people, the first two, absolutely. Then it started getting kind of, you know. Yeah, and, more of a popular, modern popular music. You, how are you going to have one song and make it to the Hall of Fame? Hey. One hit, The Surfers. You ever been there? To Cleveland? Yeah. No, no they're, 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 they're not Cleveland, but I mean to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I'd have dude. to go to Cleveland to go there. Well, there you kind of have to because of that will come to you. <laughs> so, no, I have not been. But been, I'm not been there. Been there once. May 97? Wait, wait, no. Noel. The information you're giving, which which answer, which which answer, uh, question are you answering? I was just to tell you that, but yeah, May '97. To what? Uh, Parliament getting into the. Uh, Thank you. Yes, That's what I wanted. And okay. getting into okay. the Rock and Roll yeah, Hall yeah, of Fame. You left that yeah, key yeah, part yeah. out. So yeah. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. I went there, and there was a piece of the wreckage of Otis Redding's plane that did it for me. What? That did it for me. I was like, okay, all right, I'm done. I'm good. Y'all are great. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know. That. No, yeah. I've I've not been there. I, 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 I didn't care about seeing the Supremes' wigs or Elvis Presley's <laughs> belt, belt buckles or jumpsuits. I said, like, all that's all that's nice, right? I'm like See, James, got- James Brown's cape, and I'm like, oh, all all this is cool. They had a piece of the wreckage of Otis Reddick's plane, and I was like, okay, well, what 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 we doing now? Let's go to the flats. Now you got me thinking. Yeah, man. I did a shout out for Otis Redding this morning. And see, now I'm wondering if they did the same. Did you find that morbid? No, I, I, you know, just at the time in my life, like when it, I was just a little kid when that happened. So there's oh, always yeah. that curiosity about in this, and this, the song just took off in the dock of the bay. That album at after the plane, I just remember after the you know, after the plane crash that took his life, and so just to walk in there and see all the different things that you saw and that be there, I was like, ooh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't see now. You got me thinking about the other. 
people that are a part of that place that also were lost in, in plane crashes. One, obviously, is the, the, the day the music died with right. Buddy Holly and, mm-hmm. and, and the Big Bopper. And we had quite Rich a few. Yeah, quite and a then few. you got Leonard Skinner and them mm-hmm. boys. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, and wonder if they had that sort of stuff in there. Anyway, uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We are uh, going to move into this 8 o'clock hour, top of the hour, and uh, hopefully get a hold of, should we shame him and bring him out? Um, Kyle Sandy, we're going to see if we can reach him. Kyle, if you're up, please call us. <laughs> we want to talk to you about some stuff. Um, Mr. Crenshaw, I'll let you know what's going on locally, along with hopefully Kyle. But also, we're going to venture into Noelle's world. Oh, yeah. But I don't Be know. Be careful. Be I very careful. I don't know what she has for us, mm. but I have something for her. Oh. We have talked about this on the show. There's a book I have brought on helping us understand people through their first name. It's, I, I know it falls under numerology and things like that. This is one of those things I had on the coffee table forever. But I always... I'm interested in the reaction of the people when they hear this about their own name. Like, Noelle, she's got a couple names. I have a couple names in this book. It's Greg or Gregory. You, you greedy so-and-so, you got three. You got Samuel, you got Sam, you got Sammy, and, you know. Oh, I got all kind of names. Don't, don't, and don't get any of my relatives from Alabama. I was just, just going to go down a slippery slope with names. Because... <laughs> <laughs> And I answer, and I have to know the answer to all of them, right? There's really? certain folks that, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, okay. So yeah, there's, 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 and there's, certain, there's a certain family. These people were very close friends with my parents, who call me by my middle name, and like nobody calls me by my middle name except them. For some reason, and why that's they pick that they, middle? What? You don't know. And so their daughter, who was like my first friend, just my first. Friend, friend. Gotcha. I, if I call her today, that's the way she'll greet me on the phone. I, I got I, you. You know yeah. what I mean? But if you just my, my, that's just they felt like they could do that. They could always and I'm like you know, folks in Chicago. One thing though, I'm a junior, and nobody ever. I was never called junior. I never have called you junior. I no, no, but I mean, none of my, my, you know, but but that's something that a lot of fathers have that pride that they got a kid in junior, junior, get it, you know, you know, right. <laughs> They Boy. never. I, that was never done to me. But I know all of my friends, and I got relatives who were juniors, and more. That, that, that's who they were. They were junior. You know, we had certain people we called it junior so and so was junior so and so because they they were they were. That's what they answered to. But this, that, this, that was never. That you was, have just parted the clouds on Why? a couple things that <laughs> you and I Why have gone back that? and forth with for years, and it never hit me until you just said that. What? One is I know why you give me hell when I get Wilson Pickett and Junior Walker mix, mixed up. <laughs> That's one. The, <laughs> um, I, 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 like I said, I just never thought about you know you being a junior. You know what else is funny, though? Yep. The person on the other side of the glass is we're calling her by her middle name. Oh, that's right. Did that's you know, right. Did you forget that? Yeah. He is known by her middle name. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going we're gonna to unearth the first name here in a little while, and I'm going to tell you about both of them, and we'll see which one she's closer to. Uh, Sam and Greg again, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame, 92.9thegame.com. We just hung up with Karen Pastana, and a related story today is Peter Fleming's birthday. Really? Peter Fleming, for those in the audience who don't know, would you enlighten? I know who he is. McEnroe's doubles partner, yeah. and they were they're an awesome uh, doubles pair. And I people, mean. do you think people know that McEnroe was a just an incredible doubles player? They just know about his singles uh, world, but the folks who didn't follow tennis, this dude was the hands. as good hands. Yeah, hands. that's right. His touch, hands. You know what I mean? Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, whoever he gets, if he gets enough credit for that. But um, yeah, that, that that was that was his uh, gift on the court. 
We are in a week or so. We're going to get past football, but it, for a week, there's a weekend. There is going to be a kind of crossover as the football season ends and we get into NASCAR. Yeah, man. Got the Clash and the Coliseum, and then of course they're going back to yeah. L.A. We're going, going back, back to L.A. <laughs> what do you mean we? Well, I mean, I mean, they, they, they you know, we need to uh, go to Chicago. We do need to go to Chicago. We need to get up there for because, that race because that's coming back too. Yeah, uh, but that's something that we're looking forward to, and we talk a little NASCAR here. Uh, you know, obviously the schedule is getting close. Speed weeks are going to be coming up soon down at Daytona as we go down and, uh, and and get some some testing done and get ready for the Great American Race that kicks off the season. Uh, we kind of got ready for it this past weekend. I mentioned yesterday that NASCAR had its Hall of Fame class of 2024, and the person that's uh, inducted uh, is Jimmy Johnson, along with his crew chief, Chad Knauss. And uh, Greg always says he's the guy that's kind of the afterthought. You remember Jeff Gordon, yeah. you know, right? When you Jeff Gordon jumps out at you, right? You Junior know what I mean? Yeah, all uh, of them. But, but, you know, but here's Jimmy Johnson who did nothing but win. Just all he did was just go out and just drive, drive and win. But like you said, not a person who was big put at, in front of us. at uh, tooting his own horn and yep. whatnot, you know. And, and so some other guys like that more and – you know, now he's kind of like in a semi-retired area. He still comes out and drives a few races, but um, he drove IndyCar for a season. Um, you know, so that's that's the thing. We salute him for his consistent excellence. And maybe that's a Hall of Famer. Maybe that'll be different. Uh, the broadcast crew, Kevin Harvick, stepped out of the car last year. He's stepping into the broadcast booth this year uh, for Fox. So you'll be seeing him as one of the broadcasters for the Daytona 500, really starting with the clash. Um, and it won't be long before we'll be having the race will be here in Atlanta. We are the first race after Daytona 500 for people who are not keeping score at home. Uh, Daytona 500 is February 18th and on February 25th, Amber to Health 400 at Atlanta Motor Speedway will take place. A big weekend going on, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be talking about this going, uh, going forward and getting set for it, but there's going to be all kind of things to see and do as always out of Atlanta Motor Speedway, a great time to get it set. Uh, we, we hope we got to get Brandon on here. Obviously. We got we did got to get Brandon Hutchinson on. And once again, you know they go from last year being more of a spring and then summer. Now you're coming back, and they're still getting adjusted to this layout out of Atlanta Motor Speedway. It will be what the third year for it, and so we're still getting used to. It. We've seen it in some warm conditions, we've seen it in some hot conditions. Now it's going to be maybe a, a cooler condition. How will the tires wear? How will the cars respond? We still and we're still making friends with this car that, that, that we're driving. So it's going to be outstanding and it's going to be a great time to see. Uh, some guys talk about. Uh, well, wait, wait, wait! You got you got you buried the lead when we talked about Atlanta Motor Speedway in the race. When folks go out there for that race or any event, they will see a brand new shiny entrance. Yes, to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Mm-hmm. Be prepared to say, get your get, get whoever you're driving with, get the camera out and get that ready because you will enter Atlanta Motor Speedway in a much nicer environment. Not yeah. the bad level one went bad. It had yeah. just been there for a minute. Yeah, and it was time to upgrade. And and Brandon Hutchinson, and his staff, and everybody connected was it Motorsports Inc. that owns that place. I think so. Yeah. So, um, and if I'm wrong, forgive me. But they have they have invested into the uh, the landscape and the look of this uh, this track. Yeah. And it is it's just it's going to be beautiful. Enhancing the experience, enhancing the overall experience when you come out to the racetrack. Yeah. So many things to see and do and But enjoy. the person to sell that is Brandon Hutchison and we'll yeah. get him on here today cuz he does a great job with it. Got a couple of guys recovering. Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott have had shoulder surgery. Uh, both expect to be ready to go uh, in time for the clash out in California, but something to think about. Both had off-season shoulder surgery. Hope both of them get recovered in time.
Happy 61st birthday to one of the greatest centers the NBA has ever seen. And I'm going to tell you what, I may go with somebody else number one, but this is my absolute number two. Akeem Olajuwon, 61 years old today. Wow. I'm going I'm, I'm going with the Would dream. Would play complete games. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Would I'm play saying. entire games he, going back to Fast Slamma Jamma days at Houston. Love me some Akeem Olajuwon. Time, so, yeah. again, I may go with, you know, some of the more tested names first, but he is he's my number two off the bench. Yeah. Anyway, all right, you ready to uh, – well, we got to see if we can get him on the phone here. But we need kind of an update on what's going on with high school basketball and, and, and all of that. So we're going to see it, reach out to Kyle Sandy. But also, you'll let us know some other stuff going on locally. We Moving into the 8 too. o'clock yeah. hour. It is Sam and Greg on this 21st day of January. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you in the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.